Hello everybody, welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler, and we are going to be talking about The Dragon Prince, Seasons 1 and 2. Um, yeah, Netflix show made by the people, the writers or the creators or whatever of Avatar and Korra. So there's lots of uh, expectations with this show. And uh, yeah, like I said, first couple seasons we'll be talking about it. I want to touch on a few things. I'm going to touch on the trio of Callum, Ezrin, and Rayla. Um, classic trio, right? I feel like many, many cartoons have this formula where they have a trio of main characters. And this cartoon is no exception. And I feel like they do it very well. Um, and then I want to talk about how the other trio, <laughs> the antagonist trio of Viren, Claudia, and Soren aren't necessarily evil and i want to get into that a little bit because i feel like on the surface you could easily just say oh they're evil people we need to take them out <laughs> um and then finally some season three predictions right because season three is out haven't seen it so let's let's talk about what might happen um so yeah that's pretty much it so let's actually get into it so we're going to talk about the trio of Callum, Ezrin, and Rayla. Like I said, many cartoons do this, even if we're talking in like the other sh like stuff that the these people have done, like Avatar started out with Aang, Ta uh, not Toph, Toph of season two. We got Aang, uh, Katara, and Sokka, right? And then even in Korra, we had Korra, and then the two guys, right? I don't remember their names. And then, you know, they, a little later on, we met... The girlfriend, I think it was Vasami, right? Or something like that. Um, but anyway, you know, a lot, a lot of cartoons have trios. And I feel like this one does it really well. Um, it's a very interesting way that they kind of introduce this trio. Um, because Callum and Ezra are, of course, brothers or stepbrothers, half-brothers, whatever. Um, but Rayla's introduced as a villain, right? She was going to kill them. Um, particularly Ezrin, because Ezrin is the prince you know the the next in line for the throne and so they were going to try to kill him or at least capture them something like that um you know for their own their own uh, motivations right for the, the 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 moon elves um but they end up deciding to kind of band together to return the egg to the dragons right um there's some hesitation there you know they don't really trust each other you know the moon elves have a reason to be uh you know hesitant towards humans and vice versa um but they kind of realize that they have this, um, I don't know, this like common goal that they both like dragons and neither of them want to hurt them. And again, Callum and Ezra didn't know about the dragon egg, you know. However, dragon egg isn't destroyed, you know. So that's kind of the way they're able to compromise with Rayla where it's like, hey, we didn't know it was here. You know, our bad. But also, we're not trying to destroy it. You know, we would love to take it back to the dragon. Um, you know, so they kind of band together with that. Um, and then to even further show, like, their camaraderie, um, Rayla's armband will sever her arm if Ezra doesn't die. Right? Because that's, like, the thing. Right? That's, like, the little oath or whatever that all the moon elves took. Where it's, like, they will not stop until their mission is accomplished. Um... And it also helps kind of weed out traitors as well, right? Um, I mean, they never really, the other Moon Elves never really saw Rayla as a traitor, 
but um, you know they, they left her behind because they didn't feel like she could do what she had to do um, you know she put like berry juice or whatever on her on her sickles <laughs> uh, you know trying to pretend like she actually killed somebody um, to try to like curry favor with with, with her clan right um, you know but that that's big like for all they know like Rayla's gonna lose her arm and she's literally sacrificing you know an arm you know people say like an arm and a leg right she's literally sacrificing her arm because she believes in them and she doesn't feel that they need to die you know her her thoughts her um you know her, her point of view on humans is changing you know and it's kind of separating her from the rest of her people like a, but you know like like i said it's a different it's a different point of view it's a different perspective that the other moon elves don't really have or they may be seen, but they're choosing to ignore it. Um, a little later on, we got Rayla showing Callum the moon nexus. It says humans can't do magic without a primal stone. So even right there, like we have a, a little more of bonding, a little more like Rayla coming over and saying, hey, uh, this is actually how this works. Um, you know, because Callum's whole thing is he, he wants to do magic, right? And he wants to do the good kind of magic because there's like the dark magic or whatever that's very easy to it's a very easy entry point into magic but he sees it as evil you know he's like i don't i don't want to do that you know i don't i, I don't want to learn that kind of you know, i want to learn the more like natural free magic right um even though it is exclamate exclamated by the fact that um you know rayla says well humans can't do magic inherently you know, they, they don't have the stuff in them to just do magic the same way that, like, moon elves or whatever do. Um, into the primal stone. And then, uh, a little later, Rayla catches Sorin creating an accident to kill Ezrin. This is even further. I believe this is already in season two, um, where we are in this point of what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, by this point, they're a trio, and they still, um, they're together, and they, they look out for each other. Like, at this point, they are a family. You know, I would, I would say, I mean, Calum and Ezrin are already family. But Rayla is part of them now. You know, they they trust her with pretty much everything, I'd say. Um, and so Rayla saves Ezrin because Soren was, again, creating an accident. You know, basically trying to make it so Ezrin, like, falls into a, a crevasse, <laughs> you know. Um, and then Ezrin finds out his dad died, takes the responsibility as a new king. So this is where we're kind of branching out, like like the trio itself is branching out and... They do have like a common goal, but they each are now being grounded in their own personal aspects of that goal. So now we got Ezrin, who's never really had an identity outside of just being with the group. Um, you know, because we got Calm, he's trying to learn magic, right? That's like his thing. You know, um, we got Rayla, who's the moon elf, who's, who's really trying to do like the dragon and like, um, you know, basically going against her people um you know what in what they would do especially with her being in a group of humans but Ezrin has just kind of been like oh he's just kind of like the little brother the little kid you know he's making friends with the baby dragon all that stuff but there's nothing like there's nothing that makes him stand out there's you know he doesn't really have any goals or aspirations that are on his sleeve right until like I said he finds out his dad died and then he decides okay well i'm king then like i have to be king i have to take up the throne you know i have to do this for the people you know again he even admits like he knows nothing about being king he doesn't know if he'll do a good, he'll feel, do a good job but he's like we gotta do what we gotta do you know and if and i'm the prince 
if this is what I'm supposed to be, then I have to be there for all these people. Um, that's, and that's really nice to see, you know. Um, I, I don't think I ever really thought about it at the time of, you know, the his dad dying and all that. Of like, what's that's going to mean for Ezrin? But in hindsight, it's like, yeah, that, that makes sense. It makes sense eventually this question was going to have to be asked and answered. Um, and then with the help of a vision of his mom, Callum connects with this guy, Arcanum. You know, that's like a whole thing where he's like, looks like he's like dying. <laughs> he has like a fever. He can't, you know, Rayla and Ezrin, they can't get him to wake up. He seems like he is very troubled. Um, and in the dream state, he's going through like back and forth and back and forth. Tons of different weird stuff. But he ends up learning the thing he needs, like unlocking that part of his brain, basically, and trying to connect with the Sky Arcanum. So now he can do magic just from his body, you know, which isn't really supposed to be a thing. So, um, you know, I don't know what that means exactly, you know, how much more they're going to explore that. If this is going to be like an avatar situation where he's going to try to unlock all the arcanums, you know, um, but it's nice that he finally did that, you know, was, there's finally visible progress. Whereas before you kind of saw some stuff here and there, you kind of was able to do some stuff here and there, but the, this is the first real step of progress of learning the type of magic that he wants to do. Um, and again, not, not relying on the dark magic stuff, um, which again, easy entry point, but it, it's, it's kind of evil a little bit, a little bit evil. Um, so yeah, that, that kind of rounds out just the kind of trio portion. Um, you know, like I said, they all have their own identities. They all have their own little side missions, um, that they help each other out with. Um, but, but them, them as a group together, I feel like is they have really good chemistry and, um, you know, they kind of cover each other's weaknesses, not only physically, but mentally as well. And, um, they're all getting stronger and they're all moving, they're, they're all making progress. Um, you know, so we'll see, we'll see how much this group grows in the, in the upcoming seasons. Um, it's, it's going to be fun to watch, I'm sure. And then we can move on to the other trio, like I said, Viren, Claudia, and Soren, who I don't believe are inherently evil. And here's some reasons why. So... Yes, Viren did appoint himself as Lord Protector. Um, I don't believe that he ever wanted to kill the king. I don't remember the king's name. I didn't write it down. He never really wanted to kill the king. He just had some some disagreements. You know, I feel like the first season really set it up. Like, it, like it really is trying to put the lens over your eyes and be like, no, Viren's evil. Viren is going to kill everyone. But I feel like, especially comparing him to, like, other people in his position, like... Compare him to, like, uh, Jafar from Aladdin, right? Like, Jafar clearly evil. Jafar clearly does not care about anyone in the Aladdin universe. He just wants to have power and be the lord ruler of the entire world and whatever, right? I don't really see that from Viren. You know, I, I definitely see he he's infatuated with magic. You know, he definitely wants to learn more and have more, uh, you know, learn more spells and be more powerful and stuff. But... I don't really think his, like, nothing from this show really gives me the impression that he's trying to rule the world. You know, I think the closest we get is that he does want people to follow him, but I feel like his intentions are good. Like, he's even doing it because he's like, I'm doing this for all of humans. Like, I want human beings to not become extinct because of some upcoming things that I think may be happening, <laughs> you know, like, 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 like there are, there are some troubling times that I see in our future. And I feel like we have to band together and not kill ourselves, you know, and not, you know, like 
if we don't take action then that's you might as well just just forget it you know like it's it's useless so again I, I, I don't think he's inherently evil I just think that he feels that he knows what's right and he's trying his hardest to save everyone again he's not like enslaving people he's not um you know like he like he hasn't really done anything so far in the show that's like wow he's evil he needs to be locked up he needs to be like you know like he's, he's done some bad stuff sure but um i don't know you know like that's that's also something that's going into the third season where i'm like like is his character gonna pick a lane you know are we finally going to get an action where he's like oh he's bad be because like even at the end of the season two where we have him being like arrested i think um he, you know, sends out these, like, shadow figures um, to, like, scare all the other leaders of the all the different, like, countries or whatever. Again, he's not sending them, like, that's that's kind of evil, but he's not sending them to go murder them. Like, okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna send them, they're gonna kill the leaders in their sleep, and then while the other nations are scrambling for leadership, I'm gonna take control. That wasn't it, he was just kind of scare them and trying to be like, hey, we, you need to do this because humans are going to die you know, if if we don't all come to a consensus on a plan and unite and, you know, you know, apes, apes strong together. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Claudia and Soren must kill Callum and Ezrin. OK. All right. So that that that's kind of evil. I'll be honest. But they were never going to do it. You know, like, I mean, Claudia, especially like Claudia definitely really doesn't want to. Like, I think at the most she might want to capture them, you know, but even Soren, like Soren kind of gets there a few times, but he doesn't ever actually pull the trigger, you know, because I feel like deep down he doesn't want to. I feel like some of his judgment gets clouded because of how much he is trying to impress Viren. Um, but I don't think deep down that he would actually do it. Um, you know, jumping back to Viren for a second, um, he does try to get the High Council to band together and fight the elves, just like I was saying. You know, he, he he does try to get them together. So again, it's not again his his methods may be obtuse. You know, which also the you know the deceased king would also say that. But again, he he's just trying to again it's 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 really not bad. You know. Um, but whatever, right? Um, jumping back to Claudia and Soren, like I said, they do find them, but they don't kill them outright. Because again, if again, if, if they were evil, you know, like maybe another show would have painted them, they would have just killed them. You know, maybe in their sleep, <laughs> you know, like when, when it's easy, you know, maybe take out Rayla first, you know, kind of overpower her because she's clearly the biggest threat of the group. But they didn't. Claudia even tells Callum that King King Harrow, I did write it down, that King Harrow has died. Something she didn't have to do. Again, they've known each other for a while, which I think is also makes it tough for Claudia and Soren to like do the deeds. Um but like she did that. Like she told him that he died. Like they're 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 coming around at this point. You know? Claudia and Soren also saved the town from a dragon. Now to be fair, Soren little cloud little cloud of mind there you know trying to attack the dragon trying to you know definitely for a hot second was on the side of oh this dragon is a menace but then you realize that he's not 
the dragon was just being attacked <laughs> you know minding his own business being attacked um but then they again they come around and they save the town they didn't have to they could have just ran away well that time doesn't mean anything to them but they didn't they saved the town you know um claudia fixes soren's paralysis um yeah that's i mean that, that, that doesn't really prove my point i guess but it is another nice thing where it's like they do care about each other they're not just like these vile humans that is that are the spawn of a vile viren you know um and then before viren is arrested he releases shadow creatures to scare the other high council members yeah so i already kind of touched on that but again i don't believe it's evil i just believe that he has a cause that he's fighting for and he truly believes that this is the best course of action to save his entire species right um again i think there's things to learn i think they might go through that a little bit where it's like you know the same way that rayla well i guess the group right like rayla has learned that not all humans are bad and ezrin and callum realize that not all moon elves are monsters you know like it's like it's again it's all perspective so i think that that in a vacuum once it breaks out of the vacuum i'm you know hoping that that seeps into some of the other moon elves they start to see some you know stuff a little clearer as well as on the human side as well like some humans start to be like oh okay yeah we're not really that different um but yeah so that kind of wraps up that where again i would love to hear what your guys' opinions are because there is a difference between being an antagonist and being a villain you know i think that a lot of times they are one and the same but they're not necessarily the same thing you know the same way that a protagonist isn't always a hero right um yeah so i'm interested to see what you guys think because i don't think they're evil i, I think they can be evil i think that soren and claudia definitely are like softer right where like i don't think they want to do stuff like this um viren is tougher but that's because he has more resolve you know so i think it's gonna take a little bit more for him to change right um but then finally season three prediction so let's see um the kingdom will definitely need viren's help you know i think that viren is the best suited for the job um because he was with king harrow for so long and i think he knows a lot he's very knowledgeable um there's definitely some decisions that i can see him making that i wouldn't agree with and probably most of the viewers won't agree with but i do think it's crazy at this point in the show again further on different story but at this point in the show i think it'd be crazy to not use Viren, you know um because again he has a lot of knowledge he's been through stuff before and he really does want what's best for the kingdom you know again you may not agree with his methods or some of his more um more minute points but i i don't think that like you know if, if we're gonna go to the extreme i don't think you can just execute Viren, and it's like okay well we're now gonna move on like i like like i don't think that would make any sense um Ezrin will be a surprisingly competent king. Um, yeah, that's just kind of my prediction there. I think that he is a, a really good person, probably the most pure of heart of any character we've seen so far in the show. And, you know, th th that could lead to some, um, some tough decisions, I guess, um, that I, would, I don't know if he's going to be able to make 
Especially with him being so young, you know, I think the odds are definitely against him. But I think that, again, yeah, I I think he's going to surprise us. You know, I think he's surprisingly competent. Not like the best king ever, not like he's going to fix everything, but I think he's going to play it smart. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Um, I believe Callum will learn more magic, maybe combining regular and dark magic. That's the only caveat where I, I I don't I really don't think he wants to delve into dark magic, but I think it would be a fun storyline for him to be like the first one ever to like successfully combine regular and dark magic and like make something more powerful, more useful, more practical um, stuff we've never seen before. You know, I think that would be a really fun um, you know kind of aspect to his character and like his journey, right? Um, Rayla will have tough choices to make because they'll run into some elves along the way. Yeah, I think so far they've gotten lucky. They haven't really run into elves too much. Um, so she hasn't really had to like face that side of her life. But I think at some point she is going to have to face them. And I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I mean, I'm sure she'll try to convince them of Callum and Ezrin and their goodness and their mission, all that stuff. But... I think just like it would be tough for humans to just accept moon elves, I think it'd be tough the other way around as well. Um, so we'll see, we'll see. Um, and then Claudia and Soren will become more torn between Viren and the princess. Um, oh, princes. <laughs> I read princes as princess and I was like, who's the princess? Is there a princess in the show? I don't think there is. Um, so, Claudia and Zorn will become more torn between Viren and the Princess. Yeah, so, again, you know, like I said earlier, I think they are softer and I think they are more malleable because of them being young and them growing really, growing up really close to Callum and Ezrin. Um, you know, I think that they're both of their, um, their loyalties, right? You know, I don't think they're going to have to choose between Viren and the Princess, but I, I, I do think there's going to be some inner conflict within them of, like, what do we do? Because at some point there are decisions they have to make where siding with the princes or siding with Viren will be, um, you know, at odds with each other. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll see what actually happens. I'm sure they'll think about it in different ways. Um, but yeah, you know, cause I, you know, cause there are those characters where you really want them to be on the protagonist side and you're really rooting for them and you're really trying to push them that way. Um, you know, for, for both seasons. So, you know, we'll see if they actually get there. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, those are all my predictions. That is everything I wanted to talk about with the first couple seasons. You know, we're, we're just getting started. You know, I've, I saw recently that, um, not recently, like a year ago, but, um, that Dragon Prince was renewed up to like season seven or something. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Um, which is kind of, uh, shocking and a little bit ironic now looking at Netflix now and seeing like how Netflix has cut so much people and projects and canceled so many shows. I'm glad that the Dragon Prince wasn't one of those where they're like, oops, actually no more seasons. Um, so that's good. And then, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, please let me know what you thought of the first couple of seasons. Let me know what you thought of any sort of predictions for next season if you haven't seen season three yet um because i'm interested i'm interested to see what y'all your crazy predictions what you got um 
and yeah that's it uh please go check out other episodes of cartoon season either on the tiger to youtube channel or on your podcast platform of choice um go check out some other content as well i do some reactions to different animation stuff um also do some gameplays um and uh yeah let me know you know until next time watch more cartoons and let me know what other cartoons anime all that stuff you want to hear me talk about